Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is episode 349. I'm Brian. I'm Daryl. And this time we are talking about She-Hulk Bummerette Law. So I'm here's what I'm most disappointed about is that Marvel did not license the um, Law and Order music to do like um, for She-Hulk. You know the dong. Yeah, I would just turn it on every week just to watch that part. Right, literally, that's the whole, that would be the whole reason to watch <laughs> it. All right, I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. We're good. Let's uh, let's go. Let's uh, we're done. Done here. Okay, we're good. Um, anyway, so we're back. Uh, I'm back from my trip to New Orleans, New Orleans, NOLA, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, yeah, it was a good trip. It was a fun trip. Never going back. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Good trip, fun trip. I'm never going back. Oh, dude. I mean, the, the, the city, this, this, here's the thing is it it could be such a beautiful city, right? But it's dirty, it, it's violent, it's, you know, it's just kind of a mess right now. And I feel bad for the people down there, because the, the few times I was there before, or a couple times I was there before, more accurately, um, like, it was beautiful and, and vibrant, even, like, pre and post-Katrina. And and right now, like, it's just, like, I don't know, it's sad. Um, I don't know, it was fun. I mean, like, here's the thing, the upside, right? It's got a bunch of good food. It's got a bunch of good things to look at. And like, there's fun, like ghost and vampire stories happening. And they were shooting, um, the supernatural prequel, the Winchesters. Is that what it's called? Yes. About mama and papa Winchester. And, um, they were also shooting the, um, the interview with the vampire hobo max series. So like, that was some cool stuff to see. Like, some sets and stuff. I don't know. I kind of wanted to like just like sneak into the craft service room in the tables and and have some have some lunch because um, that's usually some good eating. Anyway, <laughs> I brought you a present back, by the way. So next time, oh, I'll see you, you did, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I did. It's so special. It's so very special. <laughs> so, um, I will say, man, there were a lot of ma- there was a lot of mask wearing down there, which was surprising. Um, you know, just, I thought, I thought we moved past all that. Uh, <laughs> guess not. Anyway. Um, so yeah, you're doing good. Everything good. Good week. Yep. Fun week. All right. Let's, uh, let's just jump right into, uh, She-Hulk bummer at law. How about that? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. So I wasn't going to watch this because, um, I don't care about Marvel anymore as long as Disney owns it. Uh, and I also consider all of this fan fiction, like the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. So with that in mind, um, let's talk about episode one, a normal amount of rage. <laughs> Where do we even start with this? Uh, let's start with, with Tatiana Masalani. Or her, aka the insufferable Jennifer Walters. That that's it. I that's the insufferable. The insufferable Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> the insufferable She Hulk. How about that? Um, yeah, she is a horribly written character. Um, she is 
as like for for like you know this is this show is supposed to be like a uh, a feminist like love letter I think right, um, and it's anything but that. Yeah, anything but that. Um, I can't believe they cast Jamel Jamila Jamal Jamil as Titania. I just can't believe anyone cast her in anything. She's she is a horrible actress. Yeah, she was she was fine just because of what it was in the good place to me. I mean, she was mm-hmm. over the top, but mm-hmm. it worked in that show. I mean, she was the fifth character, like the fifth lead character on that show, right? Like mm-hmm. I mean, she she was lucky enough to have Kristen Bell to like lift her up as an actress. Yeah. But anyway, let's, um, yeah, so she is, uh, Jennifer Walters is, is the better Hulk, which she can't stop talking about. Um, you know, she, the whole talk thing about like the rage and stuff like that. I, I, I love how these people forget. Well, I'm here. Let me rephrase this. I love how these people don't know anything about Marvel who write these shows. Because uh, let's not forget that Bruce was brutally abused by his dad, which is why he has a rage monster inside of him. Let's not forget that Bruce spent two years basically fighting for his life, trapped in a box of his own mind while mm-hmm. the Hulk had to fight for his life, I should say. Right. Or let's talk about the fact that he got low. Remember in the mm-hmm. Avengers when he talked about he put a bullet in his you know, he swallowed a bullet. Well, which was and the, the end credit scene. Back out. Right. Which was the end credit scene of the incredible Hulk. Yeah. Which is like, yes, it was not Mark Ruffalo is the much preferable Edward Norton, um, as Bruce Banner. But yeah, I mean, he, he had like, we got to see the struggle he went through being the Hulk. Being on the run yep. for his life. Right. Because, his potential father-in-law wanted to use him as a science experiment. Yep. And, you know, here we have her, uh, she, uh, the insufferable She-Hulk, who is all of a sudden just great at everything, and she's better than him. And, um, you know, when, when, he, when he asked her about, like, you're in control, and like Tim Pool pointed this out, or actually, so maybe Tim Pool or one of his viewers pointed this out. Like she's in control of everything that she does when she's She-Hulk. So when those guys were like talking to her, like, "Hey, like, you know, what's your name? Do you need help? Whatever," and she was gonna kill them, like she was gonna straight up murder them. Yeah, but that's okay because they were, you know, talking to her. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was ridiculous. Um, in the drag queen story hour that happened, I'm assuming those are drag queens that like made her up and, and gave her the, the fluffy coat. Am I wrong? Oh, the diversity brigade. Yeah. I, I, this, you know, we, we talk about a lot how a pilot first episode is usually the roughest because it's trying to find its voice you're trying to introduce a character, introduce the character's motivations. It's a lot of stuff going on. This is prop. I, I don't know. I said this was probably the second worst premiere of an MCU show behind Loki. Yeah. 
but because uh, I even like Miss, even though I only watched one episode, I like Miss Marvel's premiere better than this. Wow. I mean, much better than wow. this because you know why? Because the the main character was not insufferable. In in fact, I would say the character who played Miss Marvel or Kamala Khan or Kamala Khan. No, it's Kamala Khan. She is Kamala Khan. Yeah. She's very likable, right? Like despite all the other stuff going on around her that sucked. The character and the actress herself was was actually likable. So the Kamala Khan character, Kamala Khan character, um, Kamala Khan, however you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Kamala. Yeah, can we can we just cackle? Like, hold on, is there? Oh, I don't have a cackle. All I have is the. How oh, that would be you? great if. You... Um. Oh God, you know what? I gotta find that and put that cat put her cackle in there. Um. Right next to how dare you? Uh. Anyway, Kamala Khan started out as a character that was really interesting. And then uh, they got a bunch of attention for the wrong reason about that character and then ruined it. And now in the MCU, she's a, uh, she's a mutant. Did I, did I, did I understand that correctly? That's where they're going with this because they're trying to distance themselves from the whole Inhumans debacle, despite bringing Black Bolt back, right? For, right. In the multitude of madness, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? I did. Anyway, uh, yeah. So you know, they, I, I, here's the thing: is they talk a lot about taking away agency from female characters, right? Right. Uh, what about the agency that they just took away from the Bruce Banner character? Oh, awfully, man. But he, you know what? He's a male character, so well, it doesn't on. matter. And this isn't even the worst character that they took the agency from. Mm-hmm. What about the assassination of Captain America's agency? That they, they, that she was constantly like on about him as a as a virgin and virgin shaming him, and you know, just like and even at the end where she was like, you know, talking about his butt and like, you know, like. Are you going to objectify him now? Is so it's okay to objectify people? Like what's happening here? Yeah. It, it, again, it's one of those things where you can't do it. You can only do it one way. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. It uh, unlike uh, what was told to Hardigan in Predator Two, the door doesn't swing both ways. No, the door has never swung both ways. No. Uh, yeah. I, I just think. <sighs> I, I don't know. I, this is this is just not a not a good. This isn't a good introduction to what is arguably the best to quote Eric July diversity character that there is, right? Mm-hmm. right. It's it's just not. And and you know when when you do this kind of thing. Why? I I don't know the answer to that. I well, no, it, it is all about the message. But the thing is, especially with something like She-Hulk, mm-hmm. this this is why this is so messed up. You do She-Hulk like she she should have been done you do her origin story in the sense and again i'm not a she-hulk fan but i you know i've done a little reading up of her origin and things like that so 
this is not coming from I don't like it because it's not following the origin. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if they would have done that, if they would have said if Bruce would have done the transplant because she got shot because she was a kick ass lawyer who was trying to take down criminals and get shot for that. That makes her character so much stronger to me right. because she's standing against mm-hmm. something that she knows could, you know, maybe cost her her life. But she's standing for that. But instead, it's just, you know, she's making a joke about Captain America not watching where she's going. And right. then a Sakaar ship goes off the road and just happens to mix her blood with Bruce. Right. After pulling him out of the wreckage. Right. I mean, this is a 50-year-old character that has a rich history of of being awesome and being a character that people like in the comics, a people a character that people have liked as a part of the Fantastic 4, as a part of the Avengers, uh as a part of A-Force for the people who like that. Um you know, and and like John Burns run on She-Hulk was amazing. Like he did so much for this character. Yeah, it, like she was the first she was like the first to like to like break that fourth wall, which I think they mm-hmm. did really clumsily in the show. Yeah. By the way. And that's one of those things that should have honestly in this type of show that that's another thing that should work very well for mm-hmm. them, especially if they're trying to differentiate from other MCU shows. That would have been fine. Right. But again, it, it just there's just a lack of talent. You're putting putting this stuff to paper. Oh, I that, mean, that, there's yeah. no other way to say it. Yeah. There's no other way to say it mm-hmm. because stuff that should work just doesn't. And then, you know, the stuff and there's just so much cringe and cringe is OK when it's done purposefully. Mm-hmm. But when it's done in a way that, you know, the writer didn't intend it to, that's when you're like, yeah, well, oh. he, here's the fun thing is we're not this show's audience. And they've come out and said as much that this is a, 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 a um an anti-feminist show for feminists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like the thing is, is, is there, this is nothing but a March Mar- Marvel virtue signal. And I am terrified to see what these women who are writing and directing every episode of this show, or I'm sorry, these women who are writing every episode of the show. Um, apparently Zeb Wells is directing an episode. Interesting. Um, are going to do to Charlie Cox. I don't and, even want to know. And Daredevil. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, and I will say this. Uh, I, and you hear this a lot when people say, you know, this show is not. And I understand the idea of a show is written for a certain audience. That does not give it. uh leeway to be bad or because there are so many shows and movies I can name mm-hmm. that weren't written for me. Right. But I absolutely love warrior. Nun. It's all of warrior. Yeah, it's all about the for us and we love warrior. Nun. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. And is it next month or is it uh, later uh, two months from now that it comes out? I can't either way. I can't wait. All I know is, do a rewatch. is in a couple weeks. Um, oh. we get Cobra Kai. Yes. Which means I'm gonna have yes. to fire up the old Netflix again. <sighs> well, you can binge watch and be done with it. I mean, I'm just gonna sign up for a month. Watch it. Watch um, Rust to Riches and um, Umbrella Academy season three, and probably that'll be it. Yeah. 
But like you know, going back to this, I'm sorry. I know some people said they they thought the CG was okay in the you know in in this episode. It still was not. It was much better than the trailer. Oh, but yeah. it's still not good. This is it's not just a finished, not. This is not a finished product. Like when she threw the was throwing like the tables and and chicken coop and stuff at at him. Um, when mm-hmm. his glasses got broken, when when Smart Hulk's glasses got broken, um, they were completely flat. There was no like, like there was no no like three D element to them, and by doing that, it made the Hulk's face flat. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and again, let's go go back to let's go back to the character of herself, Jennifer Walters, the insufferableness. <laughs> I know everything, right. you know. I know how to co- uh, control my rage better than you because mm-hmm. people cat call me or talk down to me. Uh, okay, who hasn't been talked down to in their life? Who hasn't who hasn't seen other struggles? And you are absolutely discounting your cousin's struggles over the last what ten to fifteen years of being of basically having a split personality right. where he can't go certain places because if he gets pissed off like a subway station. Mm-hmm. What happens if somebody pisses him off or, or, you know, assaults him in there? She has no idea. Now, with that being said, that type of hubris and narcissism could absolutely play in the favor of her character development. But I don't trust these writers to be able to do that in any way that would make her a good character. I no, might be wrong, she's but I don't, I just don't every, trust them. She's going to be good at everything she does. Yeah. 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 So, and Yeah. Whatever. And and that's the sad thing. It that's that's one of those things that that right. That's why so much over these you know in this this last decade of storytelling has been so bad. Not just in movies and TV shows, but you see it in the comics because people have lost the art of telling a hero's journey story of mm-hmm. someone no thinking they know something and then getting. It's almost like they don't want this female character to hit rock bottom or you don't even have to hit rock bottom, but, but to be brought low because of her own hubris and then find her way back up to the top. Correct. That's how you tell stories of heroes because heroes aren't always infallible. Mm-hmm. That's what the MCU did such a good job at in the beginning with Tony Stark and, you know, with Thor you saw these characters, you know, because their own hubris get brought down and they have to work their way back up. Mm-hmm. But you don't have that anymore. No. You, you don't. Nope. Not not at all. Um, yeah. So the training, like the training montage, if you will, was just like, you know, training montages are usually great. Right. Mm-hmm. There was no music bed to it. There was no fun, iconic song to use for it. It was just her telling Hulk how he's wrong about the way he's going through everything. Woman explaining, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Um, and then just constantly like, I just want to go back. I just want to be a lawyer. I just want to do this. Um, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Look, regardless if you're a superhero, if if she tr- chooses to be a superhero or not, right? She mm-hmm. needs to understand that she she has this power, and she has a responsibility to use it correctly, mm-hmm. not just not just have it. 
you know. And that, and again, that it was another miss. I understand, and that's the thing. That is an understandable thing where someone has that power and says, look, I, I just want to be what I was. That's understandable. You know what? Bruce says, you, you, uh, that's just fine and dandy. So, and and get asked her, what happens if this happens? What happens if this? But again, this goes back to the lack of smart writing mm-hmm. because that, that conversation could have been had. And again, I, I'll go back to this. She could she could have still not listened to him, and then whatever happens happened, mm-hmm. and then she realizes, well, Bruce was right. Right. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. We know that's not going to happen. You it, are correct, sir. And there were some there were some instances also of some real funky editing where it seemed like a few seconds were cut out, especially in that scene with that god awful scene in the courtroom with oh, Titania. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, well, one Titania. So it looked like they took a page out of the Titans costuming um, playbook with yeah. Titania, yep. with Star, uh, with Starfire, making her look like a transvestite hooker. Um, <laughs> you know, which, which, honestly, that was really just in the still shots for for Starfire when you saw her in motion and and everything. One, I forget the actress's name now. It just slipped my mind. She's beautiful. And she did not look like a transvestite hooker, but they had her dressed like one. Um, now, in this instance, it almost looked worse in motion. It was really, really bad. Yes. I mean, there's, I there's no 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 other way to say it. It, it was it just it was awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, awful. Is a is a great word to to use, um, an abomination, if you will. <laughs> and the only saving grace for this show, and when I say saving grace, I mean I'm I mean, in the sense of it could be better, is that I told you before we started, is that Chris Gore watched the first four episodes. Right. Feels Chris Gore from Film Threat, and who I I respect his opinion a lot. Again, doesn't mean I agree with everything he says, but he mentioned that he he thought that this at the first. The second and third episodes particularly are better. He said he didn't care for the fourth one. I don't know what. Hopefully that's not the Daredevil one, but he didn't care for the fourth one. And he and he also said, look, it, he's not saying it's good. Mm-hmm. That's not what he's saying. He's just saying that. And, and he compared it to Mor- Morbius because, right. and for whatever reason, people I like tried Morbius. to limit that. Like, Morbius is not a good movie at all. No, right? it's not. But I enjoyed the campiness of Morbius. Yeah. And people tried to make that as the worst superhero movie ever. Well, no. fan stick. Oh, yeah. Black Panther. That's not true. No, Black Panther's better than fan stick. Much better. And I'm not a fan of Black Panther. Avenger, Age of Ultron. <laughs> Thor, The Dark World. Oh, no. Eternals. Miss Marvel. I, I forgot you. You haven't seen Eternals. No. Don't so I can't. Don't. I can't. I don't have an opinion about. Um, yeah. Eternals is Eternals one of the worst superhero movies I've ever or, seen. Uh, or pedo chi um yeah no anyway but all right so, so here's yeah. here here's the thing the, this show has a t- had like coming in the show had a ton of promise right you have an avenger you have a sakar and spaceship there for some reason that they never revisited like at all uh and then you have she hulk and uh they did the body double off of where did it go uh melania 
Araya, um, who is an Egyptian basketball player. Wait, let me get that right. Um, no, she's Cal- she's from California. Oh, she's just Egyptian. Uh, but yeah, she lives in LA. She's a basketball player. She was in Escape Room in King Street, The Downfall. She's been in a couple things. Uh, but like, if you have this person who you're using as the body double to look like her, how about you do the old, like, here's what they should have done. It's the old Lou Ferrigno thing, right? Is Tatiana mm-hmm. yeah. changes and then you have the the tall basketball player actress do the Hulk parts and you have the VO with um, with Tatiana's voice. Yeah. I mean, I mean that could... Like, that would have worked so much better. I mean, one, like, this lady is a hottie, like, right? And, and like, she's got the exact body type that they made the She-Hulk. Uh, I don't know why they wouldn't just stick with that. <laughs> I don't know, man. It... It's, it's, I, we've said this before. Some of this stuff is happening to the point where it's, where you have to question, are you purposefully trying to fail this badly? Because you have all the tools in your uh, uh, source material toolbox, but you mm-hmm. tend, you keep doing wheel of time shit. You keep doing Lord, uh, Lord of the Rings, rings of power shit, doing league of their own shit. I mean, and I know those were all, you know, just Amazon and, Amazon's done a good job with some of the other stuff, but this superhero stuff, I know people and people say, you know, this is superhero fatigue. No, it's just bad writing. It's just bad writing. It's just people coming with an agenda to, to, you know, to toot their own horns and say they can do it better when they obviously can't. Right. While also, you know, talking about, you know, putting out the message. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. it's sad because this could have been a fun show and again i i will probably watch episodes two and three and then make a decision because these are short episodes these are gonna be yeah. like 25 minutes i yeah, have 25 don't, minutes don't don't with. let the 44 minute runtime like fool you like you can get through this pretty quick um you know what i did like though is i did like the post credits not the song necessarily it was kind of obnoxious but like the actual like drawing of the art and things like that I really, really like that. It looked really yes. good. I, um, and yes. maybe they should have done this as a cartoon. Uh, okay. That's, I, I was thinking the same thing when I watched those because you I see really that, like, like, man, this those, would be great those, in this style. <laughs> like, if you watch that Cat Catwoman Hunted movie, um, mm-hmm. the art in the opening credit scene versus the art of the uh the movie or the art even the art on the box cover like the whatever the thumbnail uh box cover they, when movies used to come in boxes they they put box art on there. <laughs> anyway uh, yeah. but uh like if they would have done that entire movie in the style of the opening credits it would have just been infinitely more enjoyable than the flat muddy nonsense that the dc animated stuff has turned into Oh yeah, it's 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 it, it's similar to me when I see those. Uh, we haven't gotten one in a while, but the Knights of the Old Republic, like five minute movie clips uh, from the old game, or was it Knights of the Old Republic, or or Star Wars: The Old Republic, yeah. whatever the ones where they would have the like the Jedi and Sith fighting. Mm-hmm. 
I those were ones where I was I was looking at these and saying, you know what? I would rather them do a Star Wars movie like that than right. than live action. I'm I'm just I'm just kind of done with it. But yeah, I I agree with you. I really liked that artwork in those in the end credits. So yeah, yeah, like there's a positive there. All right, let's uh out of five spinning walls of death. Um, one before we go self delete. <laughs> yeah, I, I give it a one. Uh, I probably could have given it less than that, uh, but uh, again, I didn't like. And and this is going away from the fact that I don't like him as a person. I really didn't like what they did to Bruce Banner in this. No, not at I all. I mean, Akiana Maslany is just an insufferable. Not the actress, but the character herself is insufferable just cheesy dialogue in a bad way you know do we know she's not insufferable (laughs) like she could very well be let's not let's let's not let her off the hook for that until we see otherwise so we live in a world now of guilty until proven show and prove so yeah yeah. (laughs) show and prove baby but yeah one out of five yeah i agree one out of five i was gonna go a point five but it's just being petty at that point um (laughs) yeah no y'all heard um, but yeah. All right. So, so this if we is... doubled that oh, up, sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, if we doubled that up, we technically wouldn't be review bombing. So, because we weren't giving it a one out of 10. So no, we gave it a two out of 10. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you all for listening to this very short episode of the Infos podcast. Um, honestly, I watched this and then I had to watch the best friends versus <laughs> trust busters match to get the taste out of this out of my eyes to um, cleanse your palate to cleanse my eyeballs my 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 earballs my eyeballs all of that stuff it's just like yeah i needed some good old fashioned orange cassidy hijinks to to make myself feel better for for having watched this i can't believe i oh, watched man. this i yeah. you know honestly you guys should all watch this so I don't have to. And you should tell me how it is. Um, wait, other way around. No, I should watch. Like, no. Um, I don't know if I'm going to give this three episodes. I might try episode two if we're going to talk. Maybe we. Maybe I will do episode two just so we can talk about it again. Because I really do kind of yeah. like making fun of it. Um, you know what we should do? What's that? Hear me out. All right. Is we should next week. You come up on Friday. And we watch it and we record our thoughts as we watch it, like a commentary track, and put that out as the podcast. Oh, can't come up Friday. All right. Saturday it is. Cool. Oh, wait, no. Wait, <laughs> oh, no, I have something cool that I'm doing Saturday. Never mind. Um, I'll tell you off air. Um, okay. But yeah, anyway. All right. On that note, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Infamous Podcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking 
for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.